welcome in to the Phil's in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretzky. It is Tuesday, September 26, 2023. And hey, we're a bit late because of the holiday, but the Phillies ripped off a four-game sweep of the spiraling Mets over the weekend, pounding out clutch hit after clutch hit against their rivals from Queens, eliminating the Metropolitans from the playoffs and helping uh, them on their way to a historic collapse of what was a 100-win team just a year ago. But we're going to have to leave our old pals behind this weekend and in the regular season because the magic numbers for the Phils to clinch the top wildcard spot and home field advantage in the opening round of the playoffs is down to just one. One game. We needed one win or lost by a bunch of other teams. But anyway, let's get one win and let's ring the bell for a weekend sweep and a, and a chance to wrap it all up in Pittsburgh this evening. We'll recap the games. After a 5-4 series opening win on Thursday, the Phils were back at it again with another 5-4 win on Friday. Uh, they jumped out to a 1-0 lead in the first. We get another run in the fifth off Ty Juan Walker. The Mets did, uh, that is. And he turned in his best start in a while, spinning six innings of two-run ball. The Phils' uh, bats awoke after that, however, with JT Romuto doing a rare thing, actually hitting a home run uh, at home. He slugged his uh, three-run shot to flip the game and give the Phils a lead. It was JT's 20th of the year, as we mentioned. He's been way better on the road than he has been at home uh, so far this year. But this was a big uh, hit in front of the home crowd. They extended it to a 4-2 lead with single runs in the 8th and ninth, uh, but then spoiled a chance to win in regulation as Craig Kimbrell continues uh, to look very shaky. He had just a one-run lead to protect in the ninth, and he didn't do it. Uh, but they did keep him scoreless in the top of the 10th, and Alec Bohm blooped a single over the first baseman uh, down the right field line to score the ghost runner and walk it off. Phil's win on Friday night, Saturday. Bryce Harper got his 20th homer of the year, which doesn't sound all that impressive until you realize that he's gone deep 15 times since the start of August. Uh, power struggle at the beginning of the year, but Bryce is just swinging hot stick right now. Harper's homer in the second tied it at two. The Phil's would add four more while Zach Wheeler tossed a quality start. That uh, was three earned runs or seven frames with six strikeouts. Greg Soto pitched the eighth, and Jose Alvarado locked down the ninth for his 10th save of the season. Sunday, Big Stick Nick continued his solid weekend, going one for two with a walk and a two-run homer. He pushed his career best RBI total to 106 on the year so far with a week left to play. Christopher Sanchez, free of that Michael Lorenzen piggyback, was pretty awesome, spinning seven innings of two-run ball. He allowed three hits and just one walk with 10 strikeouts, while Sanchez is kind of staking a claim on one of those spots in the Phil's playoff rotation. He's just been that good. Uh, Lorenzen did get into the game eventually. He pitched the ninth and picked up his first save of the year, so that looks to be uh, a leverage role for him in the playoffs, potentially, if he's able to go and be effective those short stints, but rookie Orion Keckering stole the show on the mound. His ascent through the minor league system has been rapid, uh, drafted just a year ago. Um, he came up and he looked dominant in his debut. The slider is just awesome. Racked up a pair of strikeouts and a perfect perfect inning you saw his tearful father cheering him on in the stands uh, and hanging on every pitch every k it was a really great moment for orion and the phillies as they may have found a live arm the likes of which they haven't really seen we haven't really seen around here since sir anthony dominguez first came up uh, back in 2018 and ironically if keckering is actually as good as he looked the other day he might end up bumping sir anthony down the leverage ladder uh, as he looks dominant and sir anthony is scuffling a little bit but wow how exciting was it to have a kid out 
out there throwing so hard and throwing these electric sliders. He could be really a weapon for the fills in the playoffs. All right, let's keep moving. Our star of the day. There was a lot to shout out this weekend. A lot of stars, a lot of big hits this weekend. Big pitching performance from Christopher Sanchez and Zach Wheeler as well. But as the Phillies wrap up their final homestand, Let's give a shout to the fans packing Citizens Bank Park on a nightly basis. I was down there on Thursday, and you can just see and feel the energy in the building. We all saw what happened last fall, and it's going to be even more intense this time around as this team is ready to take that next step. Red October is just one win away, so you know what to do. All right, some news and notes. Hey, it's still quiet here. Let's keep it that way. Love skipping right over this section, especially this late in the year. Take a quick look around the NL East. The Braves will host the Cubs this week. The Nats travel to Baltimore. The Marlins are at the Mets, and that's going to be really the series in the East that you're going to have your eyes on because the Marlins are the only team really playing for something after today if the Phils are able to clinch. Uh, the Braves, of course, still seeking home field advantage throughout. They are a couple games ahead of the Dodgers, so they just need a couple more wins to wrap that up. And really, the Marlins, game out of the wild card. They're trailing the Diamondbacks and Cubs for those final two spots. The Phils, of course, have that top wild card spot. As it stands right now, uh, if things finish as they are, the Marlins would be out. Cubs get that last spot, and then the Phils would be faced off of the Diamondbacks next week. But still, Things can shuffle over the last week, and we're not going to count the fish out until they have uh, swung their last bat this season. So we'll keep uh, moving with the fills, and we'll keep you posted on the rest of the wildcard race. And the Al race, something else too. Houston barely clinging to a playoff spot, uh, but they look like they'll sneak in in the wildcard. All right, up next for the fills, three against Pitt, and then three in City Field to wrap it up. But we just need one. Let's try and nullify those weekend games and make it a nice weekend of rest for the Phils and their fans. Tuesday, Aaron Nola versus Mitch Keller. Nola's going to go out on the mound with a chance uh, to wrap things up and clinch the playoffs for the Phils, and that would be uh, something to see after kind of the rocky start he's had this year. So hopefully we can get another good start out of Nola, and that'll be all we need for the week. If not, Wednesday we're going to have Ranger Suarez on the mound versus Johan Aviedo, and Thursday, Zach Wheeler is lined up with Luis Ortiz weekend at the Mets, as we mentioned, but we expect to be wrapped up by then. And then we'll just have to see how the Phillies want to align their rotation. So we're not going to get too in-depth on uh, the probable pitchers uh, beyond this next series because we could see some shuffle up. All right, that's all the time we got for you today on the podcast. Let's just get that one win. Let's go Phils. End it this evening so we have a little bit of a break. Go Phils.